Well, hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome again to Solid Love 89 podcast coming to you from Southern Cal. And I'm here with my beautiful, beautiful, wonderful, amazing <laughs> wife, uh, Mary. Yes, hello, hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> and it's good to be with you together again uh, on the seventh episode. Wow, mm-hmm. seventh episode already. And uh, we're so excited uh, to come again. This time we're going to be talking about grace in the home. Mm-hmm. Grace in the home. But before we do that, we want to scroll back. We want to kind of go back, rewind a little bit, and uh, just talk about what this is all about and what it's based on. You know, Really the springboard, our inspiration for getting into this podcast was this idea of foundations. Mm-hmm. Building relationship on the right foundation. And if you remember correctly, we, we went through and talked about the passage in Matthew where Jesus talks about everyone, and this is Matthew seven twenty four, by the way, and where he says, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand, and the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat against that house, and it fell, and a gr- and great was the fall of it. Mm-hmm. So it's important that we, again, come back to this uh, truth that this whole idea of our relationship, of marriage, is built on God's Word. It's mm-hmm. built on what Scripture has declared. And in this case, we're talking about Jesus. Jesus, who is the Son, but He is very God of very God. And the Bible says in John, right? Right? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Mm-hmm. So Jesus Himself is responsible for giving us uh, the Word, as it were. So. Um, we're going back to that foundation that this this whole aspect of marriage is by design. It's it's God had a specific way He intended it for for it to work, and so we need to align our mm-hmm. marriage, our choices around that design. Remember, I I give you the analogy of a machine. You know the wheels, <laughs> and you've got all these. Wheels, they're, they're sized differently, but they have to go together mm-hmm. in a certain way. And if they don't, you're not going to have the machine working. Right. You right. mean the gears, right? So, uh, yes, the gears. <laughs> Thank you. My engineer wife here. Yes. That's yes. okay. <laughs> Wrong terminology. That's all right. All right. <laughs> but, um, but again, we, we want to go back to Malachi again, where Malachi 2.15 says, has... Not the Lord made them one. In flesh and spirit, they are his. And why one? Why? 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 Mm-hmm. You know? And then it says, because he was seeking godly offspring. Mm. And then it says, so guard yourself in your spirit and do not break faith with the wife of your youth. In other words, not break faith with uh, that union, mm-hmm. uh, with the person that God has put you with. And so... Um, and so you see here, again, God has this grander view, this grander purpose of why he's put us together. And one of those purposes is, is the, so that the generations coming after, mm-hmm. you know, acknowledge him right. and know him. 
And so when we come to grace in the home, when we talk about the home and the way this relationship impacts the home, one of the things we need to look, uh, be reminded of again is the fact that we are imperfect people. Right. God has put two imperfect mm-hmm. people For sure. together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and guess what? A lot of grace is needed. Mm-hmm. And when you look at our relationship with God, when we look at we as Christians, when we think of the gospel, God sent his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him would not perish but have eternal life. So you see, this means of salvation that God has given us Mm -hmm. is a way that he put forth so that we could be reconciled with him. Right. And it's all by grace. It's by grace through faith. Mm -hmm. And that same grace that he's given us that was demonstrated really on the cross by Jesus dying for us, laying his life down for us, is also... The same kind of grace that's needed in the home. Right. And especially in the home. Mm-hmm. And so Mary is going to talk a little bit on our first point about grace in the home. And what is that, Mary? Well, I want to use Ephesians 4.29. Mm-hmm. So I'll read it here. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according mm-hmm. to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And I think this is um, an area, and of course, no one's perfect, so I'm not talking about anyone being perfect, but God is, again, raising the bar, mm-hmm. right? right? His standards raise the bar, mm-hmm. and uh, we uh, utilize, we go to Him for the grace and the strength to be able to live according to His Word. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that so many times, I think, in families and in the home, uh, we take each other for granted. Mm-hmm. Um and we speak much nice, so much more nicely and with much more kindness yeah. to people outside the home. I mean, you've seen it. You know, you're on the phone talking to somebody in a very sweet, you know, somebody's talking and, and you know, having a, a very sweet conversation. They hang up the phone and, they're, and then they yell at somebody in the house. And, you know, which really should not be. And um, I think that we save our best for others which is the easy thing to do. The harder thing to do is to give your best to the people you live with, but it's the more important thing to do. And I think, too, the last little portion of this verse, that it may benefit Mm. those who listen. Mm. And I think of a home setting Mm. where there are likely children around Exactly. They have to, they're listening. (laughs) So we want our speech to benefit them. I mean, how I would speak to you. Yes. uh, Or you speak to me. Mm -hmm. um, They're listening to how we speak to each other. Of course, they're listening to how we speak to them as well. But they're listening to how we treat each other and how we speak to each other. And we need to make sure our speech is beneficial to them because it's, it's, Teaching them how to treat their future spouse. It's teaching them how to treat others. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically what you're saying, Mary, is that many times once we get into marriage is is we take that relationship too much for granted. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. And and so we we, we kind of default to to conduct that, that really should not 
uh, be part of the home. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, we get when we get irritated or, or, or when we get frustrated and things that are said that are cost, you know, a toxic or mm-hmm. a caustic or anything like that, that should right. not be part of part of the home. And I, I know and, I, and I've said this even in public, but uh, one of the things that uh, uh, when our kids were young and I remember having to deal with them in discipline, right? right. Mm-hmm. And they're fighting amongst each other and, and they're not treating each other right. And, and I remember very well stating to them, you know, mm-hmm. have you ever seen me treat your mother that way? Right. Have you ever seen me say anything like that to your mother? Right. And, uh, and thankfully, you know, yeah. there'd be a pause there and, you know, your, your child is... Is, is kind of listening to you, and you can see from their face that, yeah, they, they acknowledge they've never right. witnessed that kind of behavior uh, between uh, me uh, vis-a-vis my, my spouse. Right, right. And so... Um, that's, and, that's, and that was risky. Yeah, I mean, was, it's yeah. risky to do that. Yeah. But I, but I knew, yeah, they wouldn't have anything to... to, to <laughs> they would have nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so being... Cr- being that we're born again, being that we're Christian and uh, uh, made anew, so to speak, from the inside out, has implications on how we live out that Christianity. And I, I've always said that, Lord, you know, if we're not living it at home, you know, right? If, if what's we, the point? What's the point? Yeah. If if we're not <laughs> displaying that conduct or or conforming, you know, our behavior to what Scripture tells us, then what's the point? Right. You or- know. Or at least striving to. Yeah, I mean, nobody's yeah. going to do it perfectly. Right. But we strive. Yeah. And and we repent when we don't do it well. Yeah. Um, yes. And I I think of times when I have had a thought like of saying something sarcastic or snarky to mm-hmm. you because I you know I mean I can do snarky in my sleep, but um, and I would have a thought and I would it the thing that would stop me mm-hmm. from saying that was. The thought, Alan would never speak mm. to me that way, mm. and um, which you know is saying a lot, mm-hmm. um, because you are a very gentle person to live with. But I, uh, I also speaks of leadership, you know. And we've talked mm-hmm. about that. You've talked about that in previous episodes, you know, to love and to lead the role of the husband to love and to, to love lead. And to lead, yeah. So I mean, that's just a testimony that you do that well. Yeah, I, I, I. Uh... I have said this before, but um, uh, you know, it, it's for me as a man. You know, when when guys are around each other, you know, we, we have um, this characteristic of of sarca- sarcasm and put down. It's it's just a playful thing that guys get mm-hmm. into. Oh, this and that about you, and and it's funny, you know. And yeah. guys can tolerate it, and mm-hmm. it's locker room talk, you know, basically. And when they're in the gym, and they, you know, say, "Oh, yeah, yeah, right, you're gonna." You're gonna do that workout right, right? You know, and and they make fun of each other. And but as far as my wife, it's a different thing. You know, the, the Bible talks about her as someone to be cherished and a, a vessel that's, you know, it's it speak of this precious tender vessel. Um, and and so my words have a lot of impact, mm-hmm. and and I'm aware of that. My yes. words have impact to my kids. So the way I speak to to Mary 
you know, my guess what? There's an audience not only outside, but there's an audience inside the home. Right. Mm-hmm. And that audience is watching and hearing how I address her, how I esteem her. And this has implications down the road, right, Mary? Mm, oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. With their future relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also their internal relationship, sibling to sibling. Yeah. Because you, you raise that question to them. Have yeah. you ever heard me speak to your mother that way? Right, right. And like, well, no, I haven't. So, so that raised the bar for them. Mm-hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I guess I shouldn't speak to my sister that way then. I think if you ever get children and you have sons, you know, they get cues. They're going to get a cue, you know, from me about how to treat a lady. Mm -hmm. And I remember (laughs) I have this one incident um, where the kids were just being unruly and sassy and and we're saying stuff, and I remember um, just telling them very pointedly, don't you ever treat my wife mm-hmm. that way. She is my wife. Right. She may be your mother, but she's my wife. Right. And I made that distinction to them, that this relationship of husband and wife is unique. Um, the family begins with the husband and wife. Right. The children are an addition to that. And so the prime relationship is that of the husband and wife in the home. That's the prime relationship. Mm -hmm. And so the children needed to know how I esteem Mary. Mm -hmm. And that she's not to be, quote unquote, messed with. Right. In the way that they were messing with her. Yeah. Yeah. And it also made them accountable to you. Exactly. For that, they they realized, oh, yeah, we're accountable to dad for how we treat his wife, mm-hmm. not just mom, not just mom, but his wife. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. Very, 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 very important. And I think also our daughters. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. They get a cue. Oh, absolutely. Of how they should expect to be treated by a husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, Alan, you were talking about how men talk with each other uh, made me think of how what women do mm. um, and how women will sometimes talk um, with each other and but a lot of times uh, you described you know men bantering with each other teasing each other yeah but what a lot of times I've seen is women um, bantering back and forth putting down their own husbands yeah yeah. In front of each other, mm-hmm. you know, oh, my husband, he's such a jerk. He does this. He never does that or whatever it is. And and then another woman, oh, you think he's bad. Yeah. You should hear what my husband does. And then they'll go on and say something denigrating about their husband. And uh, this, there's a sense of license. This is my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I can say anything about him that I want to. But could you imagine if in that same conversation, one of the other women started to put down someone else's husband? (laughs) That woman whose husband was put down would be so offended. Yeah. Be like, no, that's my husband. If anybody's going to put him down, it's going to be me. I mean, you can see how backwards this is. Yeah. Yeah. And how wrong. And I often think about how scripture tells you put off Mm -hmm. certain things, like put off slander, put off... Um, argument, 
uh, put off these things and put on mm-hmm. something else, put yeah. on grace and compassion. Yeah. And um, I remember when we were engaged and I had read a book, I think we probably both read it, uh, by James Dobson. I do not remember the name of the book, but there was one thing that I remember from the book and I thought it was really powerful. And here's a put on. So you put off mm-hmm. slandering your spouse. You put on spreading good rumors. Oh. That was the thing in the book. The only thing I remember from the book. Yeah, I think was, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the challenge that he put out, he said, in, instead of putting down your spouse, um, here is a better challenge. Spread good rumors about your spouse. And could you imagine, Mm -hmm. you know, if you were in a situation where somebody came up to you and said, oh, my goodness, you know, your uh, your wife was telling me uh, this about you, Mm -hmm. you know, say say maybe coming up to you. Oh, my goodness. Your wife tells me what a wonderful whatever you are. Yeah. My chest is just starting to explode. Yeah. 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 So this is the stuff that your wife is spreading about you. Yeah is uh, what a hard worker you are or how you have been so amazing with the kids or something like that, whatever it is. Yeah, the flesh nature seems to always default to the lowest. Oh, lowest common denominator. Yeah. Absolutely. But the Bible always again. Yeah. God raises the bar. Yeah. Spread good rumors. Yeah. And I think of the verse in uh, Proverbs 14. You know, uh, this is directed to women and Mm because we use our mouths... uh, in a, either a horrible way or yeah. in a, or we have the opportunity to use our words in a great way. The wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish woman tears hers down. And I would even say with her own words, mm-hmm. the foolish woman tears hers down. So wise women build, foolish women tear down. And so that's, you know, just an example of of using our words you know, we've talked about the use of our words in the house, but yeah. we also talk about the use of our words outside the outside house. Outside the house. Very, very key. That that's such a such a great point, Mary. We can't stress it enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about you, but every one of us who are adults now remember the things our parents said to us. Mm-hmm. Remember our th- remember times that our parents talked with each other, and I don't know. You know, if you just go back to your childhood, I think my most favorite times was when I saw my parents in a, showing each other some kind of affection yeah. and saying good things to each other. Yeah. It just it just made me smile. Oh, of course. Right. I remember when my dad had been away for like three weeks, I don't know, abroad. He used to travel a lot. And, you know, we'd go abroad, go to different countries. I remember him coming back, and I remember... You know, we were at the airport, and he's just walking through, and and he's got stuff with him. And then my mom just walking up, she's just walking up in these little in this pace, and she went up and gave him a big hug, and and he's looking at us, and and I just thought, wow, we're we're back together again, mm-hmm. you know. All is right in my world. Yeah, all yeah. is all is right in my world. Yeah, you know. And then conversely, we remember when negative things were said. Mm-hmm. You know, there were times things that were said, you know, that we rightly needed to hear in terms of discipline. But um, but sometimes when things were, you know, said that were really cutting and and you just knew that something was off. Oh, yeah. You just knew it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so. yeah it, it, it rattles the security of a child big time. Big time. I, I can remember when we were raising our kids and they were quite small and yeah. we'd be hugging, you know, embracing, mm-hmm. maybe standing in the kitchen. And uh, so many times one of them, little, mm. you know, they were little, but they would come up and try to, uh, they'd kind of weasel in between us, you know, at, at, down by our knees, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, giggling. Yeah. And um, it was very cute. But I thought it was also quite a picture. It was like their, this was their security place. Yeah. You know, seeing mommy and daddy um, embracing. Embracing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All was right in their world. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, you know, our homes should be a place of refuge for right. imperfection. For imperfection. <laughs> a refuge for imperfection. It's a place you can go, warts and all, mm-hmm. and know that... You have a refuge there. Yeah. That there's understanding, there's a refuge. And, and kids need that, right? Oh, yeah. Because they get a sense of their own imperfections real early. Right. You know? And uh, and so, yeah, like home is a refuge for imperfection. That's why grace, grace, um, having our conduct really framed, driven by grace is mm-hmm. so, so important. So our words to each other, our conduct to each other becomes vital. Right. Well, friends, that's it for uh, episode seven. We hope God will bless you all in your own relationships Mm -hmm. and that we will continue to raise the standard in our marriages. Amen. Amen.